this is I, I've, the Lord has laid a subject on my heart that's been there now for quite some time. And I'm going to dive into it. I don't know nothing about it. It is, it is a, it's something you have to experience. I guess probably is why there's not too many that uh, are courageous enough to define it. But I'm just courageous, I guess. <laughs> but I want to deal with the subject of, where is Elder Robert? Wasn't he here? That was his son. That was his son that was here. Yeah, but uh, he called me the other day and asked me if I would speak this morning. <laughs> and I tried to uh, get him to tell me what to, to talk about, and he wouldn't do it. And uh, But he said, we're still wanting to deal with relationships. And relationships are important to me. And you, and as a church, where it's 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 really important that our relationship is right, and we deal with all kind of relationships. Um, and there's one that I want to deal with, and it's a uh, supernatural relationship. And it may be offensive to some of you. And it may not be. Uh, but if you're offended, you need to get to the altar. Because this is a scriptural subject, and that's the way it will be dealt with. And so if you have a problem with it, you have a problem with the scripture. Not with me, because I just read it. And it's, it's something I just kind of believe it, you know. It just, uh, it feeds me. And if when I have a problem, I don't go to Miss Vela. I go to the Word. And the Word sometimes says, go to Miss Vela and tell her you're sorry. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> and then that deals with the problem. Um, now, a relationship is, uh, is a connection. I went and looked it up in the dictionary, and it simply means a connection. There is a connection. Uh, family ties, blood. Some relationships are made by choice. We choose to be related in some way, connected in some way or the other. And I want to tell you something. I looked it up. God chooses to be connected with us. Amen. Amen. It's his choice. Don't that make you feel good? That God chose to be related to you and to me. And he's got, well, he's, he's doing something. It's his best interest because the, the word chosen is a middle voice verb, and it means that the one doing the choosing gets the benefit from the choice. Mm. Is what it means. Mm. So God chooses for his benefit, but we get blessed by it. Yes. By whatever God chooses, 
blesses our socks off. Yes. And when we listen to him and respond to what he says and obey, uh, hey, we just get, we just get blessed. Um, and, it, and, and what you've been talking about this morning, uh, there is a spiritual activity in fasting. And we saw some of that, the benefits of that, a while ago. It just, it's a spiritual activity. The Bible is a spiritual book. And the word spiritual is mentioned. Now, this is a supernatural relationship. And it's called a spiritual relationship. It's mentioned 26 times in the Bible. One time in the Old Testament. 25 times in the New Testament. And all 25 times is after Pentecost. After Acts chapter 4. Then he starts using the word spiritual. Isn't that amazing? Because he had to set the stage. He set the stage by offering himself. He made it possible that you and I could become spiritual. Now, that's a deep subject, and it's a whole lot deeper than most folks think because they think because I'm doing spiritual things, I'm spiritual. Now, you can do spiritual things and be carnal. A lot of people don't realize that. A lot of churches don't realize that. And they think just because they're doing some spiritual stuffs, they're spiritual. You have uh, spiritual gifts, spiritual food, spiritual drink. You have a spiritual body. Spiritual blessings. The Bible talks about spiritual songs. You're a spiritual house. There are spiritual sacrifices. Oh, and there's spiritual wickedness. So it is a biblical thing to seek and search out Spiritual activities, whether they come from the carnal, fleshly self, or are they produced, the only spiritual things that's beneficial are produced from heaven down, not from earth up. <laughs> Those things which come down, bless. Those things which come up, Sometimes curse you. Okay? Now, as I said, this is a New Testament word mentioned one time in the Old Testament. And it's mentioned in Hosea chapter 9 and verse 7. And it's, and it, and it's talking about the judgment of Israel. And these, it said, uh, before you get there, I'm going to tell you what it said. It said 
The spiritual men are mad. The spiritual men are insane. That's the thought they had on spirituality. Crazy. That's what's wrong with them spiritual guys. They're all crazy. All the priests are crazy. And that's really the same thing that that they brought over into our society because whenever you really, 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 really get spiritual, people say, he's crazy. (laughs) You know, and I've run into two or three guys that that were really spiritual, and they did. They thought they were crazy. Really did. But Hosea chapter 9 and verse 7 says, The spiritual man is mad. Now this is a supernatural relationship that makes you act unnatural. Now I have a tendency this morning to show you something a little bit different. I don't think like everybody else does, and I, I that worries me sometimes. <laughs> it really does, because uh, we 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 say sin is natural. No, it ain't. No, no, it ain't. Sin, sin ain't that. Sin is what? What does natural mean? Natural means that which you were first designed for, and acted in. That's natural. That's what fits you. That's what, that's, what, uh, that's what you're supposed to wear. What, that's the way you're supposed to act. What's natural. What was that? What is that? Adam was created in the image of God. His natural tendency was spiritual. His natural tendency wasn't to lie. His natural tendency wasn't to disobey God. To be holy. That's what God designed him for. To produce in him all that God wanted on the earth. Through this fleshly man. Adam, if we could ever get in our mind what Adam could do and could ever get a spiritual picture of what he did, do do you know that the Garden of Eden was some 1,500 miles square? That's a big garden to put a man in and tell him, I want you to prune it. Holy cow. I don't even have a horse yet. (laughs) But Adam, Adam was put in the garden, a great big garden, and God told him to prune it. And, but he needed some help. Couldn't do it by himself. He could do it by himself, but he didn't want him to. He didn't want him to feel bad. Didn't want him to be lonely. So he put a woman here to help him prune it. Now, fifteen. Can you think? Fifteen hundred mile square garden that took in the whole of. Eastern world, Jerusalem, Israel, 
All that land in there was part of the garden. I've I, I never been there, but that's what they say. Matter of fact, when they, when they invented uh, these satellites and put them up, you know, and took pictures and all and, and they say it just looks like it would fit there. That's where it went. And, and when God took it out, all that sand showed up. Did you know there's proof that, that all of that was at one time a beautiful place, a beautiful garden? <laughs> Things just grew there. And when God took it out, he took the dirt with it. And God put one man in charge of all of that. And he moved in miraculous ways. And took care and had a mind, a mind that was amazing. Named all the animals and remembered what he named them. All the insects, and flowers, just good night. That was his natural state. We really need to understand that. That's, that's how God created him, and that's how he wanted us to be. That is the natural way. What we're used to is the unnatural. It's unnatural. For, listen, when I sin, I don't want to do that. I, it, uh, it breaks my heart. And it, and, it, and, it, and it brings conviction. So if it, if it was natural, it wouldn't bring conviction. Okay? So, God wants us to be supernatural. What did the Bible say about Jesus in the New Testament? Mark chapter 21. I'm chapter 3, verse 21. It says about Jesus Christ that, now li li listen, this, 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 is, this is amazing. They said about Jesus, he's beside himself. Have you have you have you said it about this lady? Huh? Have you seen anybody? You say, well, they just they just I <laughs> that's true. That's true. Here here it is, and th this is amazing, but it can get more amazing. Uh, and God has plans for that. He's just looking for people that, you know what God's looking for? He's looking for people that he can just move into and take over and control their ever move, their ever thought, and, 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 and their ever motive, and their ever desire, and, that, and then he's going to put himself right smack dab in the middle of their business. That's good. That's spiritual. <laughs> and that's what he wants. That's why he created Adam. Put him in a garden and filled Adam with all that he was. A God man. That's what spiritual really means. A God person. And I use man lightly. It's 
It's a generic term. Because when God created man, he saw woman in, in him. Yes, he did. You know, and so when you say man, it's, it's all inclusive. It includes her. Unless you're talking about Miss Vila. Now, she's all woman. Okay? And she, and, and she told me, quit using me in the... When, <laughs> but she, she, outside of Jesus, she's my bestest subject. Amen. That I like to talk about. Thank you, Jesus. Okay? She is uh, <laughs> very dangerous. Now... Now, I want to say this, and I really mean this with all my heart, and you're probably getting used to this here in uh, this uh, church. This, somebody's telling me, it's the, where you go to church? I said, I don't go to church. I quit church. Oh, I go to a ministry. <laughs> there ain't nothing about this place a church. Amen. <laughs> Definitely uncoordinated and unorganized. Somebody asked me, you going to teach Sunday? I said, I don't know. I've been asked to. But they may not get through praying. <laughs> Our worship may come in first, you yes. know. Yes. You can't ever tell. I like that. I like the spontaneity of it. Just, hey, let's just go down there and be ready for anything. Because we healing takes place, uh, preaching takes, worship takes place, uh, and I kind of like to worship. Uh, but let me tell you something: praise brings in worship. Yes, God hears our praise, and and all of heaven begins to listen. And God says, "Freedom has gathered. Freedom has gathered. Just take my throne and move it over there close, and all." To hear the praise. And that's what that's worship. That's how you get into it. You know? And, and, and sometimes I start praising Vila and then she says, Yes, ma'am. Only when we are teachable. Will God share with us the truths that we are able to digest? <laughs> and boy, I want to digest them. That means, you know what that means? It means we, we mull them over and we think about them and we listen to them and we take them apart and we, that's what goes on in here. When you eat food and starts to digest, you know what? Them juices begin to work, and it starts tearing them apart, taking out the good. The rest goes elsewhere. And that's what digest means. There's a lot of things come that's hard to swallow, and I hope this is. I really do. <laughs> God's will and God's way is only understood as long as we are teachable. 
And I've been in churches and been around people now for a few years. And some of them are unteachable. And guess what? The Holy Spirit stops at the door. And if he's not well, he comes in to be a teacher. And if he's not welcome to teach and you're not eager to learn and receive learning, he won't come in. So I pray that we're teachable. That being the case, would you pray with me? Okay? Father, I pray that you would set my spirit free of all its burdens before I'm able to speak. Lord, I need your spirit. I need my spirit to be light and unbound that your spirit may have an opportunity to fill this place today with learning and with your presence. We meet here today, right now, that our spirits may commune with your spirit that we may be able not to hear Brother Floyd, but to hear you speak to our inner man that we might grow in nurture and admonition. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you think Jesus was spiritual? I think Jesus would qualify. Do you do you know is is God is God out to fill uh, buildings with religious people, or is is He out to fill one person with Jesus? <laughs> That's a bigger job. Did you know? There are a lot of guys across the country that have shown you how easy it is to fill the building with people. The hard job is filling the people with Jesus. That's, that's the biggest responsibility. And that sometimes is where we fail. Now, I told you it was an, it, this, this is a, this is a after Pentecost word. It did not come into uh, uh, reality use until after Pentecost. Pentecost was a spiritual phenomenon. And in the Hebrew, this word means, I am not going to say it, uh, but it's pronounced R-O-O-A-K-H. Now, you can pronounce it any way you want to. But it means wind, breath, intuition, understanding quickly. It means perceiving immediately. Without reason. 
And I don't like using it, no. But I promise you, Lord, I will because I want to tell the truth. Because the, the, subject, the subject is more important than Brother Floyd. <laughs> the, 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 most of the time when we get up here, we want to impress people with how much we know. How well we pronounce our words. Have you noticed I got on a new shirt? (laughs) A lot of times we get more involved in presenting ourselves than in presenting the truth. I saw a fellow this morning that on TV, I won't tell you his name, had on a pair of blue jeans and a plaid shirt was a doctor, and boy, he presented the word amazingly. He wasn't. <laughs> but the word, see the word, the, wor- the word is what's going to change us. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Not how he dresses. I think sometimes they try to impress all of us. Coming down, you, you, you know this little this little guy, that, this little black fellow that come in here with short sleeves and, and put on a suit coat, get him impressive. And he was. And I fell in love. You know, when I, when I sit right over there and come in and that guy was sitting there, I said, holy cow. I, automatically, I just loved him. That ain't easy for me. It ain't. And I told her the other day I love her. <laughs> With all my heart. Yes. And that ain't easy. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. But you know what's impressed me? I haven't seen her in a suit and tie. But it's our heart. It's 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 her heart to please God. You you think you think her heart is to please us? She didn't invite us over to dinner. But she wants to her heart is to introduce you to the to the power of the Holy Ghost. And how he wants to fill our hearts and lives. Amen. Meet all of our problems. Yes. Answer everything we want to know. Mm. He knows it. Yes. And he'll tell us. But he has a way to get that to us. And that's what we don't like. Yes. I didn't know what to do about this, this message. I, I, I said, Lord, I don't. People ain't going to listen to me. This is Floyd. And I don't know how to deal with this. I'm not spiritual. I'm a nut. (laughs) And I got in my car and came over here yesterday morning to prayer early. And when I left, I was still mulling over, you know, how to deliver this thing, how to 
how to present this thing and how to. And I, I said, Lord, I just don't know. I, so I'm going to go down to the store and get some uh, apple cider vinegar. And my car broke in the parking lot. And I said, oh. And God says, you know what God says? He says, thank God for everything. I'm several miles from home, and I don't like to walk. I bought a car so I wouldn't have to walk. And that thing quit. So now what am I going to do? I left my phone at home. I'm going to walk. No, I ain't going to walk. So I sat there and I turned the key off and I said, well, Lord, <laughs> you said, thank God for everything. So thank you. My car's broke. Now what am I going to do? And, and my Bible was in my front seat and I said, oh, okay, sitting here in, in the uh, Walmart parking lot. I said, okay, I'll just, I'll just. I'll just read and pray. That's what I'll do. And so I started reading and praying and looking, and the Lord laid this thing out for me, and he said, this is what you're going to do. And I, I sat there in the front seat of my car on a little notepad, and I, I jibbled down the boat. I said, that's it. That's why my car broke. And I cranked it up and drove it home. And just as I turned in my driveway, I turned that power steering this away, and it turned just about that much, and the engine died. In the driveway. I, and when the engine dies on power steering, you ain't got no steering. And I was headed straight for that ditch. And I said, oh, Lord, I ain't going to make it. And I'm pulling real hard. And the engine was dead. And it, I missed the ditch, and it rolled right up beside the house and parked. <laughs> <laughs> Look at God. Isn't God awesome? Yes, he's awesome. Yes, he Thank God, God for everything. Yes. Just think, if my car hadn't have broke down in the Walmart parking lot, y'all would have come up empty. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I had a bunch. It's in here. I just know how to get it out. So who who would have been, who's the beneficiaries of my car getting broke? All of us. Isn't God awesome? He 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 says if you listen to me, and don't get the mully grubs, and don't get grumbling. We're good at grumbling and belly aching and complaining because things don't go like I we want them to go. And God uses little things to direct us. And, and, and really what we ought to do, okay, Lord, what are you trying to say? Where, which way are you trying to lead me here? What, what do you want me to do? Sometimes God has to get desperate, get us desperate before we'll listen to him, right? Amen. But he wants us to be teachable. Now, all that was my introduction. All right. Okay. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you look at my notes. It, on the top it says, that was the introduction. 
And, and guess what? I went to the house after that and started jotting things down and writing, tearing pages out, pasting and doing a whole bunch. Of, I wound up with 22 pages of notes. Glory. Really? I'm serious. And I turned them all down here so I could. Look at that there. 22 pages. Did y'all bring something to eat? Because <laughs> I intend to finish uh, two or three weeks from now, but I intend to finish. Because this, 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 listen, we cannot get through where God wants us or get to where God wants us without knowing where we're going. And I, I learned that by Obama. You can't win a war if you're not able to name the enemy. So you got to face where you're going, know where you're going. Where, when, when you face the enemy, you, you're either going to go in there already defeated or you're going to win. We're winning. We're going to be what God wants us to be or we won't be. And God wants us to be his. She's his. Really? I feel that. In She's his. You know what he wants? Wants him to be. See, he don't. I used to pastor. I belonged to the people. They hired me. And guess what? They fire me too. <laughs> but when God has me, can't nobody fire me. Amen. And that's what I want to talk about, being spiritual. Uh, spiritual, the Bible says in Corinthians, it talks about a spiritual person. And if you'll go with me, to 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 6. And it'll take the rest of the day to read the scripture. Because I have a lot of scripture and I want to say a lot. Okay? A supernatural relationship. Verse 6. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world nor of the princes of this world that come to naught, come to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto, underline that, our glory. Wow. Even before the world was created, God already had our glory in mind, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. <laughs> but as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither hath entered into the hearts of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God. That's a conjunction. But God. Hath revealed. Them unto us. By his spirit. 
For the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teach, but which the Holy Ghost teach, comparing, now this is the key, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Anti-materialistic. That's what the word spiritual means. Anti-materialistic. But the natural man receives the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him. Uh, neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. That's why a lot of gatherings leave as dumb as when they got there. But he that is spiritual, he that is spiritual judges all things. Yet he himself, that's, that simply means he investigates all things. Yet he himself is judged of no man. That simply means he is under the authority, the control of no man. Judged only by God. And he knows it. God is my judge. God is her judge. And God's going to judge her for her activity. <laughs> Him for his act. See, see, when they get when they get up there or right here, I represent God and the Holy Ghost. Guess what? You do too. Amen. In Walmart. In the doctor's office. In the hospital. We represent God. Period. But now a lot of people just can't handle that. They they, they won't. Here, here's, listen, here's where, here's where a lot of, if you listen to them, you can hear it on the television. They want God to represent them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you <laughs> See, uh, send me your money and I'll represent you. In prayer. They want God to represent them. I represent God and he represents me and he's doing a fantastic job. But now listen. That's a, that's a good, uh, 
study material and it's deep. <laughs> and then it's power packed. But I want you to know something. These people at Corinth were not spiritual. Even though all the gifts, including tongues, were active. Read verse 1 of chapter 3. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. See? As unto spiritual, but as unto carnal. Even as unto babes in Christ. Now, babes, what do babes want? They want every, they, it's their will that they're concerned about. They want their will. Pick me up. Feed me. My diaper's dirty. It's all about their will. Is that saying something? It don't matter. Are we babes in Christ? Well, I hope not. But let's look right here. I'm going to finish reading scripture and then we'll quit. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. Hmm. For hitherto ye were not able to bear it. Your system cannot handle it. That's what he's saying. Neither are ye able, for ye are yet, even though you're saved, carnal. They were born again. For whereas there is among you envying, envying. You know what that means? You cannot handle the good you see. In someone else. <laughs> That's envy. Strife. Debate or contention. That's what that means. And division. You know what that means? I'm a Methodist. I'm a Baptist. I'm Pentecostal. Let me tell you something. I'm a Christian. That makes me different. (laughs) Are ye not carnal and walk as men? For while one said, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, Are ye not carnal? And carnal means fleshly. That's all it means. (laughs) 
All right, I'm gonna let me let me mark this right here. We'll quit right here, and if and if and if and if, and if I can come back by popular demand, I'll be back next Sunday oh, yeah. and finish this. Yeah. No, maybe not. Maybe I won't finish it, uh, but we we got a ways to go. Amen. Let me say this, and this is something that has, and it 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 it, it, it involves the body of Christ, and I want to prove it with the Word of God. I ain't going to say it. Uh, let's let the Bible say it. Now, this is what God wants of us. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Unity is important to God. Order, if you read there in Corinthians, order just shows good unity. Order. Isn't God amazing? Father, in the sweet name of Jesus, fill this place today and allow us to worship in truth and in spirit. The one who died on Calvary gave it all that we might have this opportunity to come before you and to praise you and thank you for all that you have given us. In Jesus' name, amen. Finally got to my scripture. One little thing. I learned something today. Thank you, Brother Floyd, because I didn't know it was 1,500 uh, square feet in the and no wonder he told Eve and Adam to multiply. He needed some help. <laughs> <laughs>